10 a.m. in New York, 4 p.m. in Johannesburg, and 9 p.m. in Bangkok. Welcome to the Expat Happy Hour. This is Sunday Schneider Bean from sundaybean.com. I'm a solution-oriented coach and intercultural strategist for individuals and organizations. And I am on a mission to help you adapt and succeed when living abroad and get you through any life transition. Who is going to join me in celebrating? Today, I am celebrating because this episode goes live on the third birthday of my online community, Expats on Purpose. It all started three years ago with about 30 people I begged to join the group, and now we've grown to over 2.6 thousand people in the last three years. Today, I want to focus on purpose. And we're going to tap in to some of the things that we use in Expats on Purpose called the Expats on Purpose Manifesto. Because for me personally, as you know, this is what I'm all about. I'm all about helping more people find purpose and meaning. I'm all about for myself really living with purpose and meaning. And that's where the manifesto comes from. So the manifesto is, I won't go into all of it today. You can read more about it or listen to it in episode 134, Purpose Hunting, if you want to dive deep. But I'll just give you a sample right now for those who are new to it. In the manifesto, we say no to ignoring your priorities. We say yes to claiming your priorities. We say no to sacrificing your needs for others. We say yes to meeting your needs along with others. We say no to relinquishing your dreams. We say yes to creating your dreams. And on and on and on. The manifesto is a compilation of what I've seen in the last decade when working with those who are living complex, globally mobile lives. The things that we need to put down, the things we need to say no to, and the things we want to say yes to, to live abroad without regret, to live our lives without regret. And one of those is to move from living without direction to living on purpose. It is uh, to stop craving connection and start creating connection. It is to stop living in the past or the future and start living in the now with intention for the future. It is to stop adapting reluctantly and start transitioning with intention. There's more, but these are the core ideas behind the manifesto. And for us to really dive in and have ideas on how we can do that, I cannot think of a better person than our guest today. Because she doesn't just talk about living with intention, she models it. It is my heartfelt honor to welcome back to Expat Happy Hour, Amel Deregi. You might know Amel as a business and marketing coach. She's a speaker and probably most well-known for her podcast, Tandem Nomads. What she does professionally is help global entrepreneurs start or grow a successful portable business that's aligned with their lifestyle. And she and I have worked together on projects together. I am proud to call her not only a business partner, but also a friend. She speaks to organizations like IMF and the World Bank to provide guidance on how to use entrepreneurship as a solution for dual career challenges and how to make a business truly portable. But the thing is, this woman is, is amazing. And um, I, I don't even have the words for it. While she's doing all of this, 
What you don't know in the background is she is loving on her people. She lives with intention. And because I've had the privilege to, to be by her side in business opportunities and have had the pleasure to connect with her in personal ways, I see what others don't always get to see. And it's even more amazing than what you see um, if that's possible, <laughs> than what you see professionally. And she's been so kind to offer her time together today to share behind the scenes on how she is living on purpose, how she is transitioning um, between a life in New York City to moving to Austria as we speak <laughs> with purpose and intention. So it is my heartfelt honor to welcome you today to Expat Happy Hour, Amel. So I'm so excited to have you back on Expat Happy Hour, Amel. Thank you for coming. I'm so excited too. As I mentioned in my intro, you are like the poster child for Expats on Purpose right now in terms of really living with purpose, living with intention. I've been watching you do it through this transition that you're going through right now. And some of the things that I'm watching happen that are in alignment with the Expats on Purpose manifesto is saying yes to claiming your priorities, saying yes to meeting your needs along with others. I know that you're doing amazing things for your partner, for your friends, for your clients, but also taking care of yourself. Um, I know that you're advancing towards your goals, right? You definitely are taking a leading role in your own life. So you, there's just so many parts of the manifesto that I've watched you live um, anyway before this transition, but living that in transition, I think is, is like next level, right? So I'm really, really excited that you have agreed to come and chat with me today because one of the things about the manifesto is also about creating connection and all of these other things. So thank you for being willing to, we, you know, you and I talked about before, we're not this is not like a podcast. This is like you and I just talking about this and letting right. people listen in. Right. So tell me, why don't we just start by diving into why we're, why we're on this call today? What is it that's been going on for you that you think is important to share with other people? I, first of all, Sunday, I think that the work that you're doing for our community is just so important because we do live I mean, our community lives a life that is extraordinary in every way possible, but it also comes with extraordinary challenges as well. And there's not a lot of resources out there to live this life mindfully and with purpose. And, and I think I've been listening to your episode as well. It's been really resonating with me. And the reason we decided to talk together is because I know that, and I think that's how I found you, Sunday. I actually been living my whole life on the move. And when I came to New York seven years ago, so today is four days before I take off and move uh, from that's New crazy. York to Austria. Time has wow. been flying. Right. And I've never lived as long anywhere in my whole life. Like seven years, this is like a lifetime for me. But when I moved to New York, this was the first time where I set foot here. And I was like, I was already saying, I want to leave well. I always felt like it was rushed. So by saying I want to leave well, it actually meant 
I want to live my time here with purpose and being present. Right. Be it by leaving the people I might leave, creating deep connections while living here, but as well as my biggest concern was to make sure to continue to nurture all the love and relationship, family, friends that are left behind because I was just simply tired of connecting, disconnecting, connecting, disconnecting. And I just wanted to feel like I've never moved mm. in terms of those relationships that mattered to me, including my parents and my family. So that you had that clarity seven years ago when you landed in New York? That was a conversation I had the first week with my husband. I asked him to sit down and said, hey, this is something important that I want to talk to you. I want to make sure that we are mindful with how we live our life here. Not that we weren't before, but I just felt like when I left Iran, I lived in Iran, then moved to Austria and came here. We had amazing life, no regrets, but I just felt like it was always rushed, like all this happy, we talk about happiness, right? We live mm -hmm. happy moments and never get the chance to digest them. Mm. Yeah, we, everything is so quick and, and connecting is quick, but also disconnecting is quick. So yeah, I know that I had that intention the first day I arrived here. I was like, everything I'll do from now on will be with an intention to leave well. Mm. How do you think that impacted your time? Actually, talking about that, that's something I want to talk, time. And actually, that's an excellent question because time is the reason why we don't have the energy to connect and be mindful and, and think of leaving notes to our family, sending letters, sending emails, responding to messages. It can get so, so overwhelming. And all I wanted was for people that I love to know that they felt loved, for instance, right? right? Among yep. other things. Uh, I also talk about career, business. All these things are also part of things that I considered when I arrived here. But um, technology is funny enough what has helped me find the time to be able to create those connections. And we can talk, maybe we want to dive into those, some of the tools I've used right. that have helped me stay connected with the people I left behind and, and actually leave New York by already telling to the new friends I made here how much they meant to me. So you are using, what you've just said is what I say less eloquently is how do you love the crap out of your people? <laughs> yes. Right? Uh, <laughs> I love when you say that. I love it. <laughs> But that's what you just told me. Like, you were like, I want to love the crap of my people. I want them to know. I grew up so different from you. You know that, Amel. And I grew up in a hometown where if someone passed away, everybody in town went to the funeral, right? Mm. And someone made a lasagna and they brought it to the house. Or if you were in a dance recital, you would be on the front page and neighbors would come by with clippings and say, just in case, you know, you didn't get a clipping, here it is. Like I grew up with loving the crap out of people is physical in person. So, so this is a huge thing, I think, for people who come from that background. We, we don't have tools to, to do that right away, automatically, right? And what I'm hearing, and, and technology feels like a crappy alternative, right? But what I know is you've found a way to leverage technology to love the crap out of your people. And I know that personally, right? I know that you've done that in my own life, 
right? So oh. I've, I've, I've experienced that personally. I don't want to give away all of the secrets of, of how that, how that <laughs> has happened, but um, <laughs> we have to keep some dignity here. <laughs> some, oh, what dignity? <laughs> I think that's long gone for me. <laughs> but, and the other thing is, is when I hear technology and loving the crap out of your people, people are thinking, oh, just Zoom call. And everybody's so freaking sick of right. Zoom, right? So right. what are some of your secrets? What have you been doing behind the scenes, which says so much about you? Oh. <laughs> what, if, what have you been doing behind the scenes to love the crap out of your people through technology? So Zoom was not included, mm -hmm. <laughs> for sure. I know that some everybody discovered Zoom as part of, uh, you know, uh, during the pandemic. But for me, it was just, I spent my whole time on Zoom because of my business. So for me, Zoom is work tool. It was not a mm -hmm. way for me to connect and love the crap out of my people. I love this expression. So I, I just want to recommend a couple of tips that I a couple of tools that I found that are not Zoom that can actually make a difference and actually make it easier, not overwhelming. Uh, the first one, I'm going to start with things that help connect with our people back home, for instance, or family or loved ones. And I have the first example, which is my father-in-law. I, I have a great relationship with my father-in-law. I really love him. And, and, you know, he's 80, 85, 85, turning 86. And I really wanted to keep that connection with him. And he's such an interesting person and has amazing stories. And I just wanted to capture all those stories. And I couldn't figure out, like, we don't have time to type. I don't have time to write. I don't have time to make him record, right? And, and then I started doing some research and I found this tool called StoryWorth. And uh, I really recommend it. It's basically a system, an app, where you have a bunch of questions. They suggest, like, one question per week for one year. You wow. can adapt the questions to your liking, or you can just have it automated being sent to the person you choose automatically. So my father-in-law receives the question by email. He doesn't even touch the app. And every, every week, every Monday, he just answers to that email. And that text is populated into the app and then turned into a book. You can add pictures to it and things like that. So one year later, he will get actually a few months for his birthday. He will get this book with the story of his life. And wow. all the questions we wanted to remember about him, about what makes him his special, his passions and things like that. So on top of that meaningful gift, it's also for us a way to stay connected because, you know, sometimes with older people, it's hard to actually talk something else than the weather. And I'm like, after the 10th time, I'm like, can we talk something else? And I know mm -hmm. we can talk of other things. So it also triggers conversations like, oh my God, I did not know this about you. I read your email last week and it was so good. And so even if we don't answer to the email, even when we talk on the phone, it, it really creates um, and it helps memorize all of this, like, mm. like, like keep this as a heritage. Right. Um, and it's just so, so powerful. This is one example, for instance. So how did he react when you suggested this idea? Uh, at first he was perplexed. He was like, what, what is this thing? And he's so anti-technology. Mm -hmm. And even mm -hmm. although it's very simple, it's funny how you resist technology. At the end, we did have a couple of glitches, but we figured it out. Um, but at the end, I think he loves it and he does it religiously. Like <laughs> so every week we get his story, right? Mm -hmm. um, and we adapt the questions. Some of the first questions were easy. Those there are automatically put there. But then we started adapting it to him and, and it's been amazing. So I think he loves it now. And I can't wait to see in a couple months his reaction when he has the printed version 
of his book. And it's also a really great way to have a direct relationship with him, not through your husband, right? Mm-hmm. So you have direct access to him. Mm-hmm. Speaking of time, how much time did it take you to do this? Nothing, maybe half an hour between, if I count the time I researched, checked if it was what I wanted. Setting it up takes two minutes. Wow. It's crazy. That is fantastic. So we're going to put that in the show notes so people can mm-hmm. test it out. Do you think that, was there any sort of like emotional hurdle you had to get through? Were you feeling nervous to ask him or cultural barriers? They were, but I decided to just go for it. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, how is he going to react? And he was a bit like, what is this thing, right? But <laughs> at the end, I just said, hey, this is what it is. If you don't want it, we don't do it. But mm-hmm. what we, I also told him, why are we doing this? Like, right. I wanted him to know how meaningful it was to us to have his stories. You know, and I said, you know, you always have such amazing stories. It might take a little bit of time for you, but you don't have to make it very long. You know, you can make it as short as two sentences, as one page, whatever you want. But we just want to keep a trace of all your great stories. It's amazing. Awesome. Okay, so that's that's one that's already, I think, worth everything right now. Because think about the impact that's had on your family and that legacy you can help leave as a result of that. So what else yeah. have you done? I know you have more up your sleeve. I have another one uh, that's called um, Chad Books. And for me, that's more like about my happiness, my feeling of being grounded and enjoying. So we have a life, especially in New York, but in general, like we live a hundred miles an hour. Like it's always the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. Here's a conference there. Here is an event there. Here's a party here. Here's a birthday there. And it was like, I never get to just sit and just uh, digest what happened. Mm. Oh, FIGT conference, for example. (laughs) We go to FIGT. I get to meet Sunday. I have the best time ever with Sunday. And then I have to come back and deal with that. (laughs) And then I'm a mess because I'm like, I don't even have the time to digest all of that. That just happened to me. (laughs) Hey, you're not alone, darling. (laughs) So, yeah. So I was like, I need something tangible to remember all of that. Obviously, we take a lot of pictures, but those pictures just stay in the computer and I don't want to stay on the screen, keep watching those pictures. So Chatbooks is an app that actually populates the pictures directly from your phone. You just have to click on those that you choose and every month they send you a mini book with the, the top 30 pictures of the month so that you can have something like printed and it's automated, it's a membership and it's pretty cheap. You receive that in your mail and that's it, right? And originally the target audience was moms that have kids mm-hmm. and never get to print their pictures. And obviously that niche has had a lot of success and then they, it actually is something that anybody can use too. And it really helped me, like just during the pandemic it was so great to have like this paper and look through, oh my God, we did that. Oh my God, it was. And then with Michael, we have this routine every Sunday where we actually in bed have a breakfast in bed and we talk about our past week and plan the next one. And having those pictures was as well a way to remember. Like, And then that's one thing that I was talking with you, Sunday. I, be- I had a big aha moment, the sense of happiness. We always think that happiness is about experiencing that moment in the present. But I realized that it's not just that. And that fear of missing out and always, I don't know, for example, when I go visit my family, I don't know it's going to end in two days. It's going to end in one day. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Today is the end. And it just, mm-hmm. my heart breaks, right? Because right. I'm like, ah, oh, this is it. But actually, I can extend that happiness, that joy that I felt by actually living the moment post, post the moment. Like right. after right. that moment by 
having those pictures, by having those memories, or maybe it's journaling. It could be as well, something like that. It doesn't have to, but for me, time was a problem, as you said, and this is why mm-hmm. technology helped me do that. Um, so chat books was a way to, to just have that moment. Well, what I know from the psychological research is having photos of your life and have them remind you of what you've done is a really mm-hmm. great way of uh, practicing gratitude. Exactly. Because you forget all these other amazing things that have happened. And whether it's like a picture of a flower mm-hmm. or an amazing event, right? Just being like, oh, yeah, that was something precious I got to experience in my life. Because like you said, we're going forward so fast. Um, it's really a practical tool for gratitude. Right. And, and I do see it as a gratitude practice, like as mm-hmm. a practice of mindfulness, including the Sundays where we looked at the pictures and, and like, that's a way to be grateful because you can't be happy if you're not grateful. Right. right. But it's also about extending that happiness and, and joy. And sometimes remembering after brings even more joy than more living joy. the moment. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yes, yes. Right. Cause maybe in the moment you were exhausted or maybe in the moment you were preoccupied about the departure and now that that layer has been healed or is gone, you can be present a different way. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's gorgeous. Wow, those are already amazing. Anything else that you've been using with intentionality? One of my favorites is what used to be called VidHug, and actually they got renamed. It's called Memento. And for me, one of my biggest things about connecting um, with people that I love that are far was to live the moments, the important moments of their life, like missing the birthdays, the weddings, the all the important things. I have my cousin who recently graduated, and for, unfortunately, we prepared everything. But with the pandemic, it's been it's been so challenging that she can't have a party, right? Because everybody is locked down, and and she's so sad. She studied her whole life to become an architect. Today, she's an architect, and and. Um, and we can't. So what I've discovered is this tool called Memento. That's called now Memento. And it's basically so simple talking about time. You collect videos from every person. It's an app. You send the link to all the friends. And then all they have to do is upload the video from their phone to the app. And it's, again, they don't have to download anything. They just follow the link, upload the video, and that's it. And automatically, the app will bring all the videos together and all you need is five minutes at the end to add two sentences at the beginning and two sentences at the end and choose the music and you export the video and you send it to the person you want to feel loved, Mm -hmm. right? And yeah. Okay, so now I have... (laughs) (laughs) My eyes are watering right now and because that is what you did for my birthday. And you say it so simply, like you send it and it's so simple and you do this thing and then they feel love. But what happens on the other side of that is a snotty mess. (laughs) I love the video your husband sent to me. It was so good. (laughs) Like, so I'm going to step out and speak about my experience being the receiving end of this. So Amel made me a video for my birthday and I got up in the board. Birthdays are really important to me. And I got up early in the morning and we had our normal thing. And then my husband's like, okay, now we're going to do this other thing. I'm like, what's going on? And we put down the screen because we have um, a projector and we put down the screen because we don't have a TV. And all of a sudden I see you with like a party hat on and my favorite glasses. (laughs) 
and um, little thumbnails of some of the most important people in my entire life. And I was not expecting that. I don't even have the words to say what it means to me. And I, I tried to tell you afterwards, and I think it was just a snotty mess uh, in the video. But what, I don't know how to say it, but it's hard to accept love. It's, I don't know why it's so hard to just, I was sitting there and I was watching all of these amazing people from my professional life, from my personal life, from my family, friends, people I've known for decades or people that I've only known for two years but feel like I've known them for centuries. <laughs> and um, that gesture that you did, I will remember for the rest of my life. Oh, this means so much. You deserve it, lady. No, but for real, for the rest of my life. And even when I'm talking to you about now, my throat's like <laughs> clenching up. Um, and you saw how I reacted. I could not take it in. I didn't know how to take it in. I don't know if we know how to take in that kind of love and thoughtfulness. And that is a beautiful problem to have. It is beautiful. You are loved, my dear. And it was so fun <laughs> because I asked, that's another tip if you use Memento for those who are listening, um, uh, Memento. I actually ask people to, the family, the co accomplices, to take mm -hmm. a video of the person while watching it because I think on the <laughs> other, the sender's side is also great to see the reaction, right? And mm -hmm. that creates the moment. And it was so fun to see you say, no, no. Oh, no, no, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> so when you say, I can't take it, I guess that's what you meant. I couldn't. Uh-uh, uh-uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> it was so fun. I couldn't. And it was like, also like, my dad was on there and, you know, and like sharing childhood stuff. And there was just like this moment of... <laughs> of all of my worlds coming together at one time. Right. It was amazing. And it really happens, right? Actually, yeah. it's a point that I wanted to make um, that happened to me as well and to the other friends I've shared that as well as my mom was so happy. My mom was crying like crazy when she saw this video. And what happens in expat life is that we have so many different communities. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I suffered most with is struggling to bring this together. Right. Mm -hmm. I have friends here, a friend that I, I always wanted to bring people together around my community. And this video actually did that. I don't know if it was the case for you, if you saw it, mm -hmm. but you can send that final video to everybody who contributed. And it was so good to say, oh, my God, I didn't know that you had this friend and we get to know more about you. I loved seeing the message from your dad and your mom. I won't say which little name he used, but I just feel like everybody felt even more connected to you yeah. after seeing that video. I'm yeah. pretty sure. That was so, so um, yeah, so this is an amazing tool. And again, time, it does mm -hmm. not take any time. The only thing you need is people playing the game and spreading it because I didn't have the time, to be honest. That was a very stressful moment. I don't know what was happening in my life when, when I did that video, but I actually counted on the help of your husband and, and mm -hmm. Kath Brew, shout out to her. Yep. So I said, you need to help me to spread it. And all we had to do was to say, hey, upload your video here. That's yep. it. That was amazing. That was amazing. Oh, God. But I just keep saying it says so much about you, Amel, like the thoughtfulness and the intentionality where you were like, hey, this is, this is how I want to love on my people, right? And this is how I want to show up. And, and finding technology that will help 
create experiences, right? And I don't think I've had that many people together in one room since my wedding, right? From all areas of my life. And that is so special to be able to create that with technology. Right. Yeah. Now I feel like any other thing that you mentioned is going to not pale in comparison to the one that I got to experience. (laughs) Are there other things that you've done? Uh, Actually, the more I moved forward, the more I was thinking, okay, there's, I've, I've reached a place in my life in New York where I've made just amazing friendships and I wanted to leave well, like somehow leaving well was something I planned seven years ago. And that included people who did not live in New York, but, um, now that I'm leaving in a couple of days, I really wanted to make the time to be present with my friends and everything. So there's what I've done in my business that we can talk about it later to be able to do that. But also, uh, and just to stay in the theme of tools, I've discovered this great tool. Honestly, there's so many of them. This one is an easy one. I don't have the name, to be honest with you, but it's easy to find. This is to actually, you know how I told you about pictures to make sure that you know, that, uh, that you print your pictures to live the moment. What I also done in these seven years, I've done it always, was to download my pictures on a regular basis. That's something just to make sure that I don't lose them and that they're organized in, in timelines, right? So yeah. before leaving, I just went through the pictures. It was also a moment of happiness. I've actually went through the list of my friends in New York and tried to find the highlights of my moments with them. Oh, sweet. So that one took a bit of time. That took like an hour, but it actually brought me so much joy to look at all, for each person, how, many, how much fun stuff we've, we've done. And we didn't even take pictures of all everything, but, but the few pictures we found was amazing. So I printed them on a postcard and actually for my farewells, gave them each their postcard with a picture, some of the highlights, a message for them to really tell them how much I've appreciated that they helped me make New York home because it wasn't, it wouldn't have been home without these people. The only reason it feels home is because of them. So, um, yeah, it was very moving and touching and now they have something tangible, right? Mm -hmm, They have some, mm -hmm. they have a paper, they have handwriting, um, to, to remember that. And, um, and actually plan to, you can actually print a bit more of that and send them later on as a reminder, right? Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. It's a great way to process your own transition too, right? Mm-hmm. Like to revisit That's therapy. what you've done. <laughs> right, completely, right? Revisit that because we get so overwhelmed with the immediacy of the transition. You're sitting, you know, in your bedroom instead of your office because you don't have an office anymore, <laughs> right? Like you you get overwhelmed. You're already thinking about the next destination, but it's a great way to, to actually, it's, it's also part of grieving, right? Like closing that chapter and moving forward. That's amazing. Yeah, it's been amazing. Tell us a little bit about all that you've done because, you know, you are the queen of portable business. <laughs> and what I've watched this whole time is you keep your business running, keep your clients happy, stay present on social media while you also were spending time with your partner, doing social things, on vacation, et cetera, et cetera. Like, what did it take for you to do all of this in this massive transition? Okay, so here it's all about having solid foundations to your business. I think that's one thing. It's one thing to be to have a portable business that you can do anywhere. But what I'm all about is not just the portability of your business, but the sustainability of your business through life. That's the challenge when you're an employee, you can maybe take a sick leave. When you have your own business, 
that's a bit more difficult to do. And this is where it's important from the get-go, I think, to build the right foundations so that we can make the choices of when to pause if we need to, but we can also make the choice like I did to not pause, but still make sure actually this year is the year that I've worked the least and I still have my business running and clients coming in. Um, So I don't think it's the whole point of the episode today, but, um, but committing in building consistency in your business uh, and some of the tips that are very quick um, about that for me is like batching. I've been batching my content three months ahead. And I've also mm-hmm. been simplifying, like simplifying things. You know me, Sunday, I'm not the queen of simplification. I had to, <laughs> I had to work hard in simplifying. <laughs> right, um, right. And simplifying, batching my content and having a team. These are the three things that I've done on top of having digital products, developing, I've been selling my digital products um, behind the scenes and loving the crap out of your people as well, your audience. When you love the crap Mm -hmm. out of your audience, they're with you. They're actually following the journey with me and they know what it is. So I think by serving my audience constantly, I think I have a bit of a slack when like, if if I have to change an appointment, if something like that, I think it's more flexible because I know I would do anything for them when I need my clients right. to adapt a little bit to my schedule. It didn't happen yet, but I know that if I need, I can tell them, hey, can we shift that appointment? Because um, I, I still don't have a place to live, by the way, you know, Sunday. So I, 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 I'm moving to Austria and I don't have a place to live. So, so if anybody has an apartment open. So, yeah, so that's, um, now that's really important. Being consistent with our content strategy for me is the, the, the having a great content strategy and being able to batch and then uh, mm-hmm. over time building a team to delegate things you don't need to, you don't need to do is what helped me not only continue my business, bring in clients, but still work less and be present in the moment. Yeah, that's again, it goes back to intentionality, right? I mean, in a very different way, but with your business. Wow, so I think you already have some huge game changers here for people um, if they start practicing just one of these things, right? Is there anything you wanted to leave our listeners with? sort of as a last bit of advice or encouragement when they're thinking, well, it's great that Amel did that, but I don't know if I can do that. This is a, this is such a good question. Let's, I just want to add something so that it makes an answer. It's a long answer for a short question, but there's one thing that you asked me about portable business that I want to share. And it's, I was holding myself because it makes me very vulnerable, but the hardest thing this year for me was to be present with my parents because my father is very Mm -hmm. sick and I needed to be present. And as soon as I was vaccinated, I had to go to Korea where my parents were at the time. Uh, They're also moving all the time to be able to have like three full weeks with my parents. And I actually sat down next to my dad for three weeks, not doing anything. Mm -hmm. We were just sitting down because he's handicapped and can't do anything. So we were just sitting down and being in the moment. Right. And, um, and, and that means so much to me that I could do it. If I didn't have, um, a business that could sustain that, like where I could have my clients and continue to grow, it would be difficult. But also there's a lot of people who have nine to five jobs that can't do that. So this is why for me, having your own business and making it a priority is actually not just, often we say being too ambitious makes you actually take away time from your loved ones. And what I want to mm. say here is actually the opposite 
you can being mm-hmm. intentional can be part of your ambitions is part of your ambitions yeah. and my ambitions to grow my business is actually because i want to have quality time with my family otherwise i'll have to take a nine to five job and to right. be able to sustain you know my goals and, and my, my financial goals so i just want to change the mindset do you see what i mean about what we mm-hmm. usually hear is like oh I can't have my own business because I want to be present for my loved ones. No, it's because you have your portable business that you can be present for your loved ones. And let's just start with the moms. Let's start with all those moms mm-hmm. who who want to have their own sense of purpose and fulfillment, but think that they have to give it up to be able to do another important priority for them, which is their kids. And, and um, I just feel like I've heard too many times you have to pause, you have to stop mm-hmm. to focus on your priorities and it's okay. I just want to say that it doesn't have to be that way. It's okay to stop if you want to, right. but that's not the only solution out there for you to build your own financial freedom uh, while being present. And you've also shared in other episodes um, about how actually staying with something that's meaningful and purposeful for you, like your own business, can help you through the tough times, mm-hmm. right? All right. I, I am so grateful because my husband has a fixed assignment and I have the flexible job. That is the only way I can actually be present for my kids. Mm. Because when someone gets sick and I've got a window, you know, in my calendar, I'm the one who picks up my child from the school. And we don't have to fight over <laughs> who has to leave work and, and that sort of thing. But there are massive benefits that can be directly related to family and connection. Correct. I think what what it is is whatever is important to you, right? If you're focused on what your values are, what's important to you, and you're intentional, you can get creative, just like you got creative with technology. Right. And you can automate so many things nowadays, mm-hmm. right? It's so good. It's just so like good. intention. That's the message I want to say. Uh, technology tend to be presented as something that does not help connect in a deep level. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to share that, look at how many tools I've shared today that actually helped create those meaningful moments. So yeah, yeah, like maybe not dismissing, especially in our lifestyle, how technology can really help us either building purpose in our life, in our careers, or creating those little moments that are important to feel happy and mm-hmm. fulfilled. But like on the other side of that, are lifelong memories, Uh, right? That's what I'm saying from my perspective. Having been on the receiving end of that, it will forever stay with me. So that's amazing. Thank you so much for coming. I can't believe you are in the middle of a move. You have... Your office is already in boxes, and here you are hanging out on Expat Happy Hour with me. I'm now. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Oh, I wouldn't have missed that for the world. Uh, I just want to, and I just want to share one more thing. One thing that I've done as well, talking about being intention. A year ago, I knew I was going to move, and I've decided as well to like be intentional about what were my goal. How did I want to end this last year? And the goal was I want to continue to grow my business while being intentional, working less. And one of the things I've done is to actually talk to you and say, I want to work with you Sunday because I want to reach this goal. And I really want to thank you as well for having been my partner on this to, to have somebody by my side to not lose sight of that goal. So mm-hmm. thank you for that. Mm-hmm. And investing oh. in your help, like, it's really important. That's another thing that if you're listening, 
Like if you feel like you can't do it on your own, get the help you need because I, I've been surrounding myself with, I didn't talk about therapy, about all these things to be able to live a fully, a full, full life um, and meaningful life. So, but yeah, I really appreciated having you part of this journey. Oh, thank you. But it, that's, but you're right. Like li living an Olympic level life, <laughs> just like Olympic stars, they don't do it alone, right? It's important to not give up on what you really want, but rather find a way to make it happen. You are just amazing, Amel. Oh. I'm just floored by you today. Thank you, my dear. Um, thank you so much. So tell us, what, what are you working on? What's coming up for you when you land in Austria, personally, but also professionally? What's the next thing for you? Oh my God. Actually, I, I'm going to have my last session tomorrow with my client and the next week we'll pick up again, like nothing happened. So this is the one thing about what's the next plan is like the plan is to not change anything besides location and maybe finding an apartment would be good. But, <laughs> but the first thing is really to arrive well. Actually, I'm thinking of that as, as well, like arriving well and deciding to go to Austria. The good thing is I already know Austria. I have my friends there. So I'm looking forward to, to that. Um, I'm, my biggest concern, to be honest with you, and we're just going to be honest here, is the fact that my father is still very sick. And I just don't know how that's like the one big question mark. But I'm planning everything so that I can pick up my stuff and go no matter what. However, I also talking about keeping the business running. I also am actually opening the launch of my online course called the Portable Business Accelerator in September 2021. I'm really looking forward to that. I've been working with my beta founders and the results are amazing. I just actually just finished an interview with a, with a student who within one year just, you know, started with no business, within two years, no business idea to actually having a business idea and now having a bunch of clients thanks to the Portable Business Accelerator. So um, I can't wait to see more people have that transformation in their lives. And then yeah, I'll be launching a couple of things in the fall while moving apartments. So let's see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> well, if this year has been a sign of anything, I know it's going to go really well. Um, thank you so much for sharing the behind the scenes of what's been going on also personally with you. And if anybody can do that, like when I look at the demands on your time and energy and heart, and you've done that this year. Um, I know it's possible for so many more. It is so possible. thank you so much. And just one thing, it's not, I'm not a supernatural. It was not all pink and, and roses all the time. Uh, that's maybe one thing we should tell to everybody before we say goodbye. It's not pink and roses all the time, but as long as you know what matters to you uh, and surround yourself with the right people, then, then you can do it for sure. Thank you, Sunday. Thank you so much. So that was amazing having Amel join us. I had the sense of awe throughout our entire interview at who Amel is and how she's showing up for her people. And what I've loved about this interview is she just made it seem so easy. Like, yeah, just 30 minutes, check it out and get started. And I really, really respect the intention behind that, her commitment to love the crap out of her people, even during a very busy global life in a pandemic, <laughs> um, in a transition across the ocean. She paused and said, hey, what is important to me? How can I show up on purpose, not only in her business, but for her loved ones? And I'm so 
honored to be one of the people who've been touched by her um, in such a deep way. So huge shout out to Amel for joining us today as she is living among boxes and probably landing on the other side of the world as this episode goes live. I'm inspired. And for me, this episode, I want to bring new energy into our community, Expats on Purpose. And if you're not part of it already, please join us on Facebook. It's a free online community where you can live the manifesto of living more on purpose and creating connection and working on creating your dreams and the relationships that mean the most to you. And a heads up, Inside Expats on Purpose, we will be running the Purpose Challenge again this year. So make sure that you sign up because that will be going down inside the group in September. We'll make sure that we put the link in the show notes. You've been listening to Expat Happy Hour with Sunday Schneider Bean. Thank you for listening. I'll leave you with the words of David Wilkerson. Love is not only something you feel, it's something you do.